0: Welcome to the King's Cost dynamic teaching recorded live at King's Church in Cambridge, England. We hope you are blessed and challenged by listening to the ministry today. And now, here's the broadcast. Now I want you to turn in your Bible to Matthew chapter 13 and I want to present a significant update on something that's been going on behind the scenes for a little while regarding the building, Matthew chapter 13 and verse 31, Jesus told them another parable, the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all your seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and perch in its branches. When God spoke to me, when I was in my bed, were we in Longstanton then? What must have been four years ago, but I got Jane here to put me right on dates because I can't barely remember my own name, let alone when anything was. About four years ago, I was I was in bed and uh, Jane was snoring next to me, not as loud as that. And... Um, I was just suddenly aware of the presence uh, of the Lord. I am uh, not a big one on saying things like, God spoke to me, or, you know, some people, they, God seems to speak to them three times before breakfast and twice before the end of the day, you know, that, that thing. And, and maybe he does. But that's never how it's been with me. For me, uh, I hear God infrequently. But when I do hear God, it seems to be significantly. So infrequently, but significantly. And While I was lying in the bed, When I lie in the bed, I chew over all the options of my life, all the options of the ministry, all the options of the church. In one sense, we're never really off. And I think, I truly believe that I heard the voice of God speak to me. The the voice of God spoke to me and I sort of got up out of the bed And I just let this voice spin around in inside me. Now, of course, you want to know what he said. This is what God said to me four years ago. He said this. I want you to put a floor into the building at Tennyson Road. Construct a floor and put it into the building. That kind of instruction from heaven terrified me because I haven't got a clue about constructing anything. I'm not very good at Meccano. Uh, I'm not very good at Connect Four, let alone thinking about constructing something inside a building. At that time, I approached a company and asked them how much it would cost. It was a figure way beyond our ability to even think about believing for. And I guess at that time, my God was quite small in my eyes, which is a problem we can all have, isn't it? But never went away. And over the last four years, of course, the church ministry has expanded and grown. And it became all the more important for us to put a floor into the venue, to increase its size. So I gathered a few guys together, and some of you know this journey and story, but just for those of you who don't, I gathered a few guys together, people like Tony Paralon and Mirek, Alan, Tracy, who knows a bit about everything, and Phil, of course. And we began to talk about it, and back in, towards the end of October, we finally came together with the idea that we would construct the floor on the other side of this wall and we would put another floor into that back area. But here's a little confession, because it's always good for the soul. Really, that wasn't exactly, there wasn't anything like, in fact, what I'd kind of felt in my bed four years before. Because when God spoke to me about putting in a floor, the concept I had was that it would be throughout the entire building. Not just in one part of it. But the the thought, the money, the manpower, the stress that would be required to construct a floor throughout the whole building was just a bit too much for me. So we began to work on what we called then the Upper Room Project. And many of you have been a blessing to it. We set out to raise £31,000. And in fact, with a recent gift we received from the States, we've sort of got there. And then something happened. Something that happens to many, many people all over the place. It's called fire regulations. Fire regulations. And the guy from the council said to us, and I don't know what was going through his mind, that it wasn't really good that if the lower area was on fire, that the stairs should go into the flames. Now, I said, it'll be all right. But he wouldn't have any of it. So we began to say, well, in that case, we need to put... Two sets of stairs just in that back area. And if you've been out there having coffee ever in your life, you'll know there's barely room to put one new set of stairs out there, let alone two. And one night, we got everyone together in the team together. I think we were in Gert and in Phil's home. And we were just about to really pray and end. And those who were there will remember this meeting. We're just really about to end, you know, we've been there for an hour and more, maybe two hours. And I said this, can I just ask a question? Would it really be, is there any chance that we could really have two sets of stairs, one in there, and then bring the floor all the way through into here and put another set of stairs somewhere over there? The group was a little stunned. But there was a sudden burst of excitement, I think that would be fair to say. Excitement mixed with fear, like anything we do for God. And I said, let's just see if we can do this. Well, I want to tell you today, I said earlier that what I was going to say today would be kind of game-changing for the church. And with all that's within us, Looking to God for a lot of money. But you know what we're going to do? We're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to, by the grace of God, transform this entire building. The whole thing. We're going to move the whole church. This worship room is moving. It is moving uh, about 10 feet up, up. And we want to take this worship room and we want to put it 10 feet higher up, maybe 12, 15. And we're going to take this room and we're going to put it up there. And we're going to release then the space below for all the community projects that we are involved with all the time. That's what we're going to do. Now, this is what this is what it might look a little bit like. You can turn and look at me. Turn in your chair. Don't just do that because in the end you'll need healing at the end. My neck. This is what we think it might look like. I know this is beautiful, but we're going to take this away. It's lovely, but we're going to take it away. People will come in through the door, and there will be an elevator, everybody. Oh, yeah, that's just for me. The glass elevator, just for me. I'll have my own code. I'm joking. But for about 15 grand, Stanner will come. It is Stanner. I know that's for older people. But some people, we want people to come to church who can't walk so good, right? Who are disabled. And so we're going to put an elevator probably over there or maybe over there, but it'll be here or here. And, but you're not using the elevator, you lot. You're fit and able, right? I don't, you're going, oh, let's use the elevator. By the way, we're in England. It's a lift. You're going to use the stairs and the stairs are going to be sort of here and you're going to go up a lovely staircase up here where you will arrive upstairs. We'll take this wall away so the worship room will be able to add something like another 70 chairs to our worship space. Because through that red uh shape up there is of course space. It doesn't end. This whole ceiling above us continues. We know that because we put Edward up there with a camera. In fact, I think he's still there. No, We've got some glorious JPEG photographs of what it looks like beyond that red. It looks a bit dirty, but, but we're going to clean it up. So people will come in. They'll go up. And then this whole top part will be the church, the church worship room. No coffee or food allowed in it. And it'll go all the way through, giving us a much larger place to worship. Downstairs, all this space down here will be able to be utilized for all our community and ministry work. All these things are subject to change, so we're doing a bit of cut and paste and copy and edit, but at the moment, it looks a bit like this, that all down this side, there'll be rooms, and there'll be a little office, and there'll be a uh, disabled access toilet over here, okay, something like that, over in this area here, you feeling good over here, okay, you guys, you're, you're just going to be a big toilet, Or it might be out there. Or you might be in an elevator. Lift. It's going to be here. And then there's going to be rooms. Or down through here, Sunday school rooms. Rooms for toddlers. Of course, don't forget, we're still going to have the rooms on the other side of this wall. They'll still be there. And the maximization of space is going to be enormous. What will be down here? Well, I thought it'd be nice to have a cafe down here. Oh yeah. Not for you. For me. <laughs> I'll have my own code. We want to create a kind of a, we're going to call it cafe zone, but this bit, if you think about this room uh, being split into thirds, the two thirds of this room from this wall coming across, this would be like a like an open area. We'll reopen that door because we're going to create a super duper kitchen on the other side of that uh, door. And this area here will serve all sorts of things. Our toddlers group can come in here. If we uh, have times to meet for prayer, we can, we can meet in here. Other times in the week, our pathways group will come and meet in here. We can teach cat money in here. And we can have coffee in here that will be a little cheaper than £2.20. But, but probably not much. We've got to pay for it somehow. We're going to transform this building now. Big question: How much is all that going to cost? Well, I tell you the truth, I've gone mad because the price is big, but somehow I think our God is bigger than the than the price. I think our God is bigger than the price. The total price, of course, you know if you've done anything like this before, that it's going to be more. right? So we all understand that. It's going to be more. But at the moment, the total price looks at something like 200,000 pounds to do that. And it might be a bit more. You never know, it might be a bit less. But somewhere around 200,000 pounds, and this place is going to be transformed. King's Church will not be the same again. And looking at those plans, and I want to give all due respect to my, to my team, to Mirak and Tony, to Alan, to, of course, Phil as well, and especially Tony who put these plans together which we've, uh, in a sense, had to, had to um, discard now. But we're going to transform this. And you're going to have church upstairs. And downstairs, we're going to send all the kids. And after the service, you'll be able to come down and have a drink. And we'll turn this church from the days when when I arrived here 10 years ago, when about 30, 30 people were gathering here, and they all brought noisy Tesco bags with them. It's a different place. And we're going to give something to the future. The upper room project remains just as it was before. It's just that the upper room just got a whole lot bigger. But you know, it's gonna, if you think about, if you think about the stress of the disruption of doing this, we might as well do something awesome as do something small. We might as well, it's impossible anyway. So we might as well do something that's even more impossible. We might as well do something greater and mightier. The first step, as you know, is we're going to do those toilets. Those toilets are going to be so fabulous, you'll even want to use them. (laughs) Which is not often the case now. But we want to turn this place into something that is amazing for the, the generation out there because the people out there deserve a church that is skillfully seeking after them. And so, by the end of, uh, by the end of this year, you'll be able to enjoy some new lose. And by next year, maybe this time next year, but I, I'm, I made a mistake in putting dates on things before, so I won't make the same mistake again. But sometime in the future, this is what we're gonna do. This is the project. This is the project, to give something to the next generation that we didn't have. Today, I want to commend everyone who serves in the house, because we're serving in cramped conditions, we're serving in less than great circumstances. If you've got children, tiny children, it's difficult for you. To come to this church, we want to change that. If you've got young children going to Sunday school, you'll know full well that in a few minutes you have to walk up the road with them. I want to thank you for doing that, but I want to tell you it's not going to last forever because we're going to do something right here on this, on this piece of land. Thank you for listening, and we trust that the Word of God has inspired you today.